Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs Monday through Saturday. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan from our website at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded from Zoom, where we do our live streams daily at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain, and as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is October 10th, and that means it is day 283 of the one-year Bible. Day 283 is going to start us out in Jeremiah chapter 14. So if you would like to get turned there, let's pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this morning, for breath in our lungs, for eyes to see and ears to hear. And Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would guide us as we get into your word today, that your Holy Spirit would give us understanding and interpretation of your word. Help us to know what you have to say to us individually as we listen to what you say. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 14, starting in verse 11. Yahweh said to me, Don't pray for this people for their good. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offering and meal offering, I will not accept them, but I will consume them by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. Then I said, Ah, Lord Yahweh, behold, the prophets tell them, You will not see the sword, neither will you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. Then Yahweh said to me, The prophets prophesied lies in my name. I didn't send them. I didn't command them. I didn't speak to them. They prophesied to you a lying vision, divination, and a thing of nothing, and the deceit of their own heart. Therefore, Yahweh says concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name that I didn't send them. Yet they say, sword and famine will not be in this land. Those prophets will be consumed by sword and famine. The people to whom they prophesy will be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword. They will have no one to bury them, them, their wives, their sons, or their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness on them. You shall say this word to them. Let my eyes run down with tears day and night, and let them not cease. For the virgin daughter of my people is broken with a great breach, with a very grievous wound. If I go out into the field, then behold, the slain with a sword. If I enter into the city, then behold, those who are sick with famine. For both the prophet and the priest go about in the land and have no knowledge. Have you utterly rejected Judah? Has your soul loathed Zion? Why have you struck us and there is no healing for us? We looked for peace, but no good came, and for a time of healing, and behold, dismay. We acknowledge, Yahweh, our wickedness and the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against you. Do not abhor us for your name's sake. Do not disgrace the throne of your glory. Remember, and don't break your covenant with us. Are there any among the vanities of the nations that can cause rain, or can the sky give showers? Aren't you he, Yahweh, our God? Therefore, we will wait for you, for you have made all these things. Next, we continue with Jeremiah chapter 15, starting in verse 1. 
Then Yahweh said to me, Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, yet my mind would not turn toward this people. Cast them out of my sight, and let them go out. It will happen when they ask you, Where shall we go out? Then you shall tell them, Yahweh says, Such as are for death to death, such as are for the sword to the sword, such as are for the famine to the famine, and such as are for captivity to captivity. I will appoint over them four kinds, says Yahweh, the sword to kill, the dogs to tear, the birds of the sky, and the animals of the earth to devour and destroy. I will cause them to be tossed back and forth among all the kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for that which he did in Jerusalem. For who will have pity on you, Jerusalem? Who will mourn you? Who will come to ask of your welfare? You have rejected me, says Yahweh. You have gone backward. Therefore, I have stretched out my hand against you and destroyed you. I am weary of showing compassion. I have winnowed them with a fan in the gates of the land. I have bereaved them of children. I have destroyed my people. They didn't return from their ways. Their widows are increased more than the sand of the seas. I have brought on them against the mother of the young men, a destroyer at noonday. I have caused anguish and terrors to fall on her suddenly. She who has borne seven languishes. She has given up the spirit. Her son has gone down while it was yet day. She has been disappointed and confounded. I will deliver their residue to the sword before their enemies, says Yahweh. Woe is me, my mother, that you have borne me, a man of strife, and a man of contention to the whole earth. I have not lent, neither have men lent to me, yet every one of them curses me. Yahweh said, Most certainly I will strengthen you for good. Most certainly I will cause the enemy to make supplication to you in the time of evil and in the time of affliction. Can one break iron, even iron? from the north and bronze, I will give your substance and your treasures or a plunder without price, and that for all your sins, even in all your borders. I will make them to pass with your enemies into a land which you don't know, for a fire is kindled in my anger, which will burn on you. Yahweh, you know, remember me, visit me, and avenge me of my persecutors. You are patient, so don't take me away. Know that for your sake I have suffered reproach. Your words were found, and I ate them. Your words were to me a joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, Yahweh, God of armies. I didn't sit in the assembly of those who make merry and rejoice. I sat alone because of your hand, for you have filled me with indignation. Why is my pain perpetual and my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? Will you indeed be to me as a deceitful brook, like waters that fail? Therefore, Yahweh says, If you return, then I will bring you again, that you may stand before me. And if you take out the precious from the vial, you will be as my mouth. They will return to you, but you will not return to them. I will make you to this people a fortified bronze wall. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you, says Yahweh. I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you out of the hand of the terrible. Now we continue with Jeremiah chapter 16, starting in verse 1. Then Yahweh's word came to me, saying, You shall not take a wife, neither shall you have sons or daughters in this place. For Yahweh says concerning the sons and concerning the daughters who are born in this place, and concerning their mothers who bore them, and concerning their fathers who became their father in this land, they will die grievous deaths. They will not be lamented, neither will they be buried. They will be as dung on the surface of the ground. They will be consumed by the sword and by famine. Their dead bodies will be food for the birds of the sky and for the animals of the earth. 
earth. For Yahweh says, Don't enter into the house of mourning. Don't go to lament. Don't bemoan them. For I have taken away my peace from this people, says Yahweh, even loving kindness and tender mercies. Both great and small will die in this land. They will not be buried. Men won't lament for them, cut themselves, or make themselves bald for them. Men won't break bread for them in mourning to comfort them for the dead. Men won't give them the cup of consolation to drink for their father or for their mother. You shall not go into the house of feasting to sit with them, to eat and to drink. For Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel says, Behold, I will cause to cease out of this place before your eyes and in your days the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. It will happen when you tell this people all these words and they ask you, Why has Yahweh pronounced all this great evil against us? Or what is our iniquity? Or what is our sin that we have committed against Yahweh our God? Then you shall tell them because your fathers have forsaken me, says Yahweh, and have walked after other gods, have served them, have worshipped them, have forsaken me, and have not kept my law. You have done evil more than your fathers, for behold, you each walk after the stubbornness of his evil heart, so that you don't listen to me. Therefore I will cast you out of this land into the land that you have not known, neither you nor your fathers. There you will serve other gods day and night, for I will show you no favor. Therefore behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that it will no more be said, as Yahweh lives, who brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as Yahweh lives, who brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the countries where he had driven them, I will bring them again into their land that I gave to their fathers. Now we are going into the New Testament. We are in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, starting in verse 9. For ye remember, brothers, our labor and travail, for working night and day, that we might not burden any of you. We preached to you the good news of God. You were witnesses with God how holy, righteously, and blamelessly we behaved ourselves toward you who believe. As you know, we exhorted, comforted, and implored every one of you, as the Father does his own children, to the end that you should walk worthily of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. For this cause we also thank God without ceasing, that when you received from us the word of the message of God, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, God's word, which also works in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of the assemblies of God, which are in Judea and Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, even as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and drove us out, and don't please God, and are contrary to all men. Forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved, to fill up their sins always, but wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we, brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season in presence, not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you. Indeed, I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Isn't it even you, before our Lord Jesus, at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy." Next, we continue with 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Therefore, when we couldn't stand it any longer, we thought it good to be left behind at Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our brother and God's servant in the good news of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. 
that no one would be moved by these afflictions, for you know that we are appointed to this task. For most certainly, when we were with you, we told you beforehand that we are to suffer affliction, even as it happened, and you know. For this cause I also, when I couldn't stand it any longer, sent that I might know your faith, for fear that by any means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor would have been in vain. But Timothy has just now come to us from you, and brought us glad news of your faith and love, and that you have good memories of us always, longing to see us, even as we also long to see you. For this cause, brothers, we were comforted over you in all our distress and affliction through your faith. For now we live, if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we render again to God for you, for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sakes before our God, night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and may perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Jesus Christ, direct our way to you. May the Lord make you to increase and abound in love toward one another and toward all men, even as we also do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Now we are going back into the Old Testament. We are in Psalm 80, starting in verse 1. Hear us, shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who sit above the cherubim, shine out before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up your might, come to save us, turn us again, God, cause your face to shine, and we will be saved. Yahweh God of armies, how long will you be angry against the prayer of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears, and given them tears to drink in large measure. You make us a source of contention to our neighbors. Our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, God. Out of armies, cause your face to shine, and we will be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt, you drove out the nations and planted it, you cleared the ground for it, it took deep root and filled the land. Lastly, we finish with Proverbs 25, verses 1 through 5. These also are Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied out. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. The glory of kings is to search out a matter. As the heavens for height and the earth for depth, so the hearts of kings are unsearchable. Take away the dross from the silver, and material comes out for the refiner. Take away the wicked from the king's presence, and his throne will be established in righteousness. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word, and I thank you for this time together. And I just pray, Lord, as we absorb and reflect on what we have read, that we would be changed to be more like you in a world that desperately needs you, to be representatives of your glory in a way that honors you. And I just ask that as we move forward in this day, that we would show you well, Lord, and that your word would penetrate our hearts and our minds so that we would be more attuned to you and your will for our lives. And I just thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.